I think it's funny that they're like, you need to go home to your mother. And I'm right. just like, do you think his mother is alive? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, have you seen this, this baby? This baby yeah. tried to murder you like four times. I mean, unless it's like an Enya situation oh, where yeah. his mother is like an evil stand Wait, user maybe too, that's right? Which why... again, why do you want to take him home to his mother? <laughs> like, Well, they don't want to deal with him. Well, No, but it could be like an Enya hangman thing where Enya is like really doting on, like, on you know. Training this, him in murder. Doesn't the Speedwagon Foundation have anything? Have like some sort of deprogramming method Orphanage. for baby murderers. I mean, they clearly don't do any kind of restorative justice no, or no. anything because we see the fallout in the next arc That's true. of what happened to all these people who worked for Geo. Their lives are just fucking ruined. It's, true. it's very true. And then their children's lives are ruined and so, their children's children's lives So the lives Speed Wagon Foundation is your typical NGO. Yeah, it's yeah. Big, yeah yep. I mean, yeah. yep. look, the Speedwagon Foundation is run by the pirate back club. alley yeah. thugs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> From like the worst street in all of Britain, Ogre Street. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. So, like, what what more would you expect from them? That's, that's true. Speedwagon They're basically was the mafia. Yeah, yeah. Speedwagon was a a gang lord turned of... oil billionaire. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. You know, we're not expecting long-term solutions from these uh, from this no. organization. They they're can't just like, even. I mean, they take like they they're have, there to assassinate high-ranking stand users. Like that's yeah. what they're here. They're like for. we need to drop ship this guy who punched God <laughs> into whatever location he tells you he needs to go, <laughs> yeah. and supply him with whatever he asks for. They had some of the most powerful technology in history when they <laughs> captured Santana, and they made beer. And out they of made him. beer out of him. <laughs> Goes down smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's legit. Hi, everyone. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Darius Kazemi. I'm Courtney Stanton. And I'm Elizabeth Simmons. Today's episode is a little bit different from our usual format. It turns out we had so little to say about Death 13 Parts 1 and 2 that we decided it was best to condense them into a single episode of the podcast. So if you're listening to this and you haven't watched both episodes of Death 13, you should probably go and watch the second part before listening. Unless you don't care about spoilers, in which case, lally ho. Anyway, we're here to talk to you about stand user dicks. <laughs> finally, your moment finally. your moment in the sun. My yeah, JoJo Dick Watch is finally here. Finally. After a long preamble. We should give a little bit of background on JoJo Dick Watch because we've we've referenced it a bunch of times in the podcast, yes. but we've never explained it. So like a million <laughs> Darius, years you ago. You need to explain that. I will I'll explain it. So a couple years ago when I was watching JoJo's for the first time. As many of you probably know, I watched the movie versions of one and two to just quickly get through them. And then when I got to part three, I actually started watching episode by episode. I think at some point, I don't know, I was just talking with you guys about it. And I was like, there's a non-zero number of, of stand user penises that we see. I remember like we were sitting around a table. Oh yeah, us, that's right. And you were like, what if we did a podcast called the JoJo's Dick Watch? Right. Where we just like alerted everyone to the dicks right <laughs> and then and then immediately you were like okay but it would be like three episodes long <laughs> yeah which is true yeah uh so, so then we were like well what if we did it anyway now? About, <laughs> what if we talked about all of it yeah instead what if we enabled just our... as dressing to get to yeah. the episodes where darius could talk about the jojo dicks yeah exactly, exactly. so this is this is it this is the episode where we first <laughs> finally get to see the uncensored dick of a stand user. I gotta say, this is an upsetting conversation. Yeah, I was gonna say, 
because Tumblr's just, not going to love this. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's just a baby. It's just a baby. It's a baby. It's just it baby. is like a little tiny, it's like, like, a, it's like a little like, like a little C. Yeah, yeah, like the little letter C, like a like a like a carrot uh, character, like a. Okay, stop. <laughs> stop describing it. <laughs> Like, like We're gonna the, have to like delete the, this whole episode. Like the intersection symbol in set theory. A parenthesis. A that's single the word parenthesis. For it. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not very exciting. That's part of the. No, no, it's fine that it's not very exciting because it's a baby. Well, no, but no, unfortunately, no, but like, there unfortunately, isn't a more not, exciting. It's not dick. like jo- Jotaro's dick, oh, which I would see. be exciting. Yes, yes. Right? I see what you're saying. So. Sadly, there's no nobody hangs adult dong in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> not, not in the first, not in these four arcs Wait. that have been made into anime. Anyway, JoJo Dick Watch, we're here. We're queer. We're queer. There's a get, baby's dick. Get, get used to it. Get used to it. Yeah, <laughs> that is, in fact, how the chant went. Yeah. Congratulations. Glad we all. There's a baby's dick that was in the. the yeah, chant. yeah, that's yeah. it. That's, that's how. That's how active it is. Yeah. Queer, yeah. Get used to it. Get used to it. Oh, buttons with that, except like this is, this is an unsellable. The button just concept. has a little letter C. <laughs> so, no. C stop describing it. <laughs> Everyone saw the episode. We don't have to talk All about right. it. Um, but anyway, let's let's back up. We, let's so talk that's, about that's, some things they did censor. Yeah, the dog. like a dog, like death. a dog death, which is fascinating to me because it's like. We've we've seen how many dogs die now, like, I but feel they've like... all been censored, right? And oh, also, this is a pretty gruesome dog death, right he, here. It dies slow, yep. and so many times, <laughs> yeah. so many times. <laughs> well, we see we it's... see it, it we see it being killed. We see the dog shortly after it gets killed. We see the dog like laying there dead. Then we see it like again. We see it in the dream again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Polnareff we... plays with its body. That's in the next episode. Oh. Sorry. Oh, doesn't. Uh, oh, no, it isn't the this thingy episode. You're right. I'm sorry. Come, yeah. uh, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Doesn't Lolly Ho, also known as Death 13, uh, doesn't Death 13 come out of the body? Yes, it does. No, the megaphone. The megaphone and then the eyeball. Yeah, yeah, that is in this episode. Anyway, there, it's, it's yeah. like a lot, very like playing with your food type feeling to this dog oh, yeah. being dead. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Polner F like just fucks with its ear where its, its head's all split open. Yeah, it's fucked leave, up. Leave it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Though I do really enjoy the part where um, Kakuin, so Kakuin wakes up from his nightmare and then like in which this dog got killed and then sees the dog dead IRL. The kid's like, ah, oh, someone killed my dog. Yeah, and then Kakuin goes. We have to goes, see it get mourned, like the, its owner is all Yeah. And then Kakuin goes, I could have sworn I saw a dead dog. <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah. Like, do you know what anime you're in right yeah. now? I'm yeah. sure, statistically speaking, you did recently see a dead dog. Yep. I feel like they should just make that the box art <laughs> yeah. for all yeah. the DVDs. I could have yeah. sworn I saw a quote. <laughs> yeah, the Kaku-in. pull quote. Yeah. Here's the, here's the entire- You'll swear you saw a dead dog. <laughs> Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so... <laughs> So in in honor of this dog death, because it's a dog death that happens in a dream while the dog is asleep, uh, I wanted to do a JoJo Bizarre JoJo's Bizarre Explainer Dog Death Minute on theme today. And uh, oh, I'm going to time myself. Don't uh, worry. Okay. Well, I got I, I need to be able to see so I can pace it. You know. Okay. Timer. Sixty seconds. All right. Go. <laughs> well, you were laughing, so now I have to stop again. I'm okay. Sorry. So, I was wondering: is it very uh, is it common 
for a dog to die in its sleep. How often does this actually happen? I, obviously, dogs don't die from being killed in dreams, but presumably they can that die in their sleep. Of. Yeah, presumably they can die in their sleep. Uh, so I looked it up, and uh, as usual with this t- sort of thing, when you Google ways dogs can die, it's very sad. Um, uh, the, the, Unexpectedly. There's a wide array of answers to this question of can dogs die in their sleep. Uh, Some people, especially mostly vets, say definitely not. The dog will wake up and then die. Really? What? Yeah. (laughs) That's Um, fucked up. But a lot of uh, owners say, you know, oh, I had a dog and it died peacefully in its sleep and that sort of thing. That they think? That they think. Maybe its eyes were closed, but it woke up (laughs) shortly before it died. Medical professionals would say that that dog woke up while it was being killed just to feel pain and then die. What? And that's our dog death now. <laughs> Wait, I have so many more. This raised so many more questions than an answer. <laughs> well, too bad because the minute's over. That's it. Those are the facts. Holy shit. That's fucked. I want to back it up a little bit and talk about how they came into possession of this baby to begin <laughs> oh, with. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. What so the fuck? Real, real creepy and weird. Yeah. That's true because it seems like this is an underutilized power that the baby has that he doesn't really do anything with. Right, mind control. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, mean, maybe it only works on non-stand users. Mm, That could be true and or, Darius, your theory. I have a theory that this baby is a vampire. Which would explain the fucking fangs. Yeah, because it has fangs. It would explain so much because- It has amazing reflexes. It can stab things uh, that are very small, Um, even though it it has baby baby hands. It was sicked on our party by Dio. Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, an 11-month-old should not- Right, But it didn't die in the sun. Oh, that's a good point. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Mm. We just fact-checked ourselves. (laughs) Damn it. But something is going Maybe it's on the ultimate life it. form. Yeah, okay. Okay, I can get behind yeah. that. I'm just like- It's a some, pillar baby. Something, <laughs> something is going on with that baby. Like, there, I don't It's understand. true. The baby is of a supernatural nature of some kind. Right. Also, like, if the baby is 11 months old, what's this baby's timeline like? Presumably, okay. It's <laughs> Become born, no, conscious. No, no. The, yeah, the baby is- Probably yeah, like well, object I, I, permanent. So, right? so like, I'm assuming so it's a genius baby. So I'm assuming <laughs> that it spent nine months in the womb, like learning things, like watching and learning things. Like I assume the baby killed its mom. This yeah, is, killed us. Yeah, killed this its is mom. Just not at all how development works. So this baby like comes out of the womb and is like. Yo. I have to start working as a mercenary to kill people <laughs> for money. Right, right. Like, presumably lo- the baby's doing this for money. What? Yeah. Like, why? What is the motivation here? What's like, the motivation? Free food. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the baby is like a murderer, like enjoys yeah. killing people. Yes. The so, baby, it, this is a psychopathic baby. So this is kind of like the hangman. Genius psychopath yeah. baby. Not in it for the money, not in it for allegiance to Dio, just in it just for, likes to kill people. Just yeah. likes to kill yeah. and torture. How the fuck is he going to get out of the desert when he murders all the adults? Right. Where, right, he can't what's your even, next he, move, he still, vampire baby? Like, you think that, and also, like, how did he find the woman he brain controlled into pretending to be his mom for a second? What does he want? What yeah. does the baby want? Right, yeah. why not just like mind control an adult into murdering other adults? So, if the baby's not getting paid, if the baby just like <laughs> went after them, <laughs> like, how is Dio arranging these assassins now that Inyaba is dead? I mean, but Dio, there's a whole organ. We learn later in the series that there's an entire Dio organization 
That's like, <laughs> right? Like that's who D I O. Like yeah, I mean that's amazing. who. Um, that's who. Um, uh, Okiyasu's not Okiyasu's. That's who Kira's dad worked for, right? Um, oh right, Kira's oh, dad. Yeah. Kira's dad worked for the the, God, the organization. No wonder Rocky Okiyasu's dad too. Okiyasu's dad too. The the green. Right. You know, yeah, I know. I know. I know he flesh was flesh butted. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It. But yeah. But but also he was flesh butted as part of the uh, Dio yeah, organization. Right. Okay. So like, so Dio has so his own. Dio does recruiting. He has his, he has his own Speedwagon Foundation. Like he, he has does his own. Does. He does recruiting at like the newborn the, department at hospitals. Yeah, so may, maybe that's where this baby came from. Is some yeah. he was like, evil nurse? Yeah, or someone like abandoned the baby, or mm. maybe the ba- baby th- like killed its mom and then. And ends then Dio, up... Dio read about it and was like, mm. "This baby's my kind of baby." Dio yeah. just reads like all the world's papers every morning with like he a has a highlighter. Google alert. Right. Well, and we know that. Well, and we he has know a Google that, alert. Well, not, baby stand. Not yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but we, well, no, through through his uh, Hermit Purple that he has. He, oh, yeah. He has a right. yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, oh, my he's God. In the Hermit he Purple just internet. breaks like 10 TVs. But every also, morning. also yeah. we know <laughs> later that Enya has the arrow. So, right. like, so, so she, yeah, so he could just be like, yeah, that's a murderous baby. I'm going to give it a stand. And also, like, at the beginning where they're like, this baby has a really high fever. But like he did, did no, how that did was he a fake. fake. How did he make himself pretend to have a fever? How you could pretend to have a fever. Did he poison himself? Yeah, what I mean, did he yeah, do? yeah, minor funny. food poisoning. I mean, the baby might have eaten some hot rocks and like held that, them in his mouth. That I feel because he he already does that with the scorpion. That right? I feel so. is a plausible theory. Yeah. The baby puts a lot of things in its mouth. Yeah, yeah that baby. Yeah. yeah, would you really put a dead scorpion in your mouth? No, I feel like that is a bad idea. So so hide another... it in your diaper, you idiot. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. Rookie baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot baby. <laughs> Learn like, how to trick people. That's the thing. It's like Paul Dreyf spends so much time calling that baby stupid for reasons that are like not applicable <laughs> to that baby. And then that baby is stupid for like actual like henchman reasons. I, I want to talk about Polnareff in this episode. First a of all, Polnareff has the same attitude towards babies that I do. That babies are stupid. Babies are stupid. Babies are pointless. It's true. I don't understand why they don't just become adults. Yeah. I agree. Well, they f- they physically cannot. Right, but so like they time, do slowly yeah. over time is real. It takes so. them the years, the concept for me like I do not understand the point of babies. So well, I am with Polnareff. You once were one. Yeah. So but like the like idea... other animals don't have like half-baked quarter-baked so, versions of themselves so wandering actually, around there, outside their womb there actually is like like if you look at the taxonomy of animals i was gonna say we're we gonna um, get into the whole gestational yeah thing the, now? yeah so when you look at animals that have bigger brains it's a very common pattern their gestation period they come out like more before they're vulnerable before yeah. they're finished basically so the dumber an animal is the more likely it is to come out very close to its adult capabilities like horses where it's just like oh you can walk it's been four minutes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems ideal to me i love when polnareff becomes conscious in the dream with kakuin and kakuin's like this is bad there's a stand user this is and you know polnareff's just like it's a dream relax dreams are only scary if you want them to be just look, let it just look, a good attitude I have, look i have popcorn and ice cream now yeah <laughs> <laughs> Just let it happen, Kaku. I mean, it's a dream. I mean, lucid dreaming is like a, a so skill. It's a real thing. I've that, done it before. Yeah, I've times. done it accidentally like three times. But when I was in high school, I became obsessed with the concept because yeah. I had like 
never kissed anyone and I was like <laughs> I could lucid dream into kissing someone that's yep. amazing yeah yeah if, well yeah, if you if you can lucid dream you can be as gay as you want I, no it, I, it wasn't for gay reasons at oh, the time okay. I mean uh-huh. it probably was for gay reasons in some, in some cosmic way. sense everything is for yeah. gay reasons in but. some right in some like deeper <laughs> some <laughs> more contorted logic maze way. yeah <laughs> but it was on the most at the most conscious level it was not for gay reasons but lucid dreaming is fucking hard so i'm it impressed is. by polnareff it's difficult but also polnareff has a stand and it's a powerful one so That's he clearly true. has like a, a power a strong will you know i wonder so if can... all stand users can lucid dream probably if they wanted to so they probably all like kissed loads of people in their dreams when they were teenagers uh, probably yeah, yeah they yeah. i think this is probably why jodo kujo is so committed to napping <laughs> <laughs> finally <laughs> Me and Kakuin can kiss. Yeah, he's like, public, he's like, we're just gonna dreams. go find a hotel room, and like, that's why they're constantly like, can we find a bed? But wait, they, if they do that, they can just kiss each other in real life. <laughs> you would think that. <laughs> so, so you think that when Jotaro and Kakuin are like, we need beds now, they go into bed, they both go to sleep, and then they both lucid dream about kissing Kiss each me. other. Yes. <laughs> because Kakuin only has that one school uniform, and it needs to stay clean. Except we learn. <laughs> We learn in this episode that Kakuin sleeps in pajamas. Now, now he does. Now yes. he does. Yeah. But did we see him sleeping before now? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, other than like napping on the boat and stuff, but like we've never right. seen him sleeping in a bed. But also, we I'm just saying maybe that conjecture. Been, I think he's a never nude, and I think who else were we saying in this show is a never nude? I mean, all. I mean, of them, so many possibly. of them. <laughs> I mean, mostly Kakuin. But yeah, definitely sure. Kakuin. I mean, yeah. Oh, right, right, because he. Sunbathes in, in a his, in his, long sleeve and long yeah. pants yeah. uniform. Probably seeing Jotaro in just that tank top was like literal pornography for him. Yeah. It was just like his arms. His whole yeah. arms. Yeah, he I lucid guess. dreamt about that that night. Yeah, yeah. call. Yeah. 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 So it's just appalling, like appallingly lewd. All right, can we can we talk about like the actual plot a little bit? Like what sure. happens with the stand? If we I must. <laughs> Well, so the well, it's whole, pretty straightforward. Yeah, I mean, but, the whole premise yeah. of this is basically Nightmare on Elm Street. It's yeah. the whole trope of if you die in the dream, you die in real life. Right. Also, um, if you need a reference that is not 30 years old, Inception. I fucking love baby stand. Kakuin's <laughs> saying, it's my handwriting. I'm like, how do you have handwriting? <laughs> and I get that he was like almost going to die, but also baby stand. <laughs> <laughs> right, you couldn't come up with something more descriptive like the stand is the baby. I mean, that's a lot of letters. Yeah, stand. I guess. <laughs> like, yeah, you could say like, oh, um, dream stand, evil baby. <laughs> yeah, evil. Yeah, evil baby, dream. Maybe like, evil baby would... is fewer letters than baby stand. Yeah, like so that's the thing. Don't that, right? go to sleep. Still too many letters. Don't sleep. No sleep. Sleep bad. <laughs> sleep bad. <laughs> Stay if you, awake. If you die in the dream, you die in real life. Stay awake. What about just stay woke? Stay woke. Stay woke. Eight letters. Real easy. Easy. Stay woke, kids. Don't don't let it. Don't let death thirteen kids. I'm, I'm quitting this podcast. <laughs> I take it back. Baby stand is perfect. It's great. It's. Uh, but one, but one of the cool things about death thirteen is uh, is that. The, the recurring dream part happens in this like freaky amusement park, which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. The art direction is really cool. Yeah. It is. I like the being like, oh, it's a dream meant that the animation team just got to really go all out in terms of weird shit that starts happening. Yeah. Well, the first thing that's super weird is, I guess, the megaphone coming out of a dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Yes, and then the, and then the next thing after that is the eyeballs that come out of Death Thirteen's eye sockets. Yeah, the part where and it, like it's all the liquid is just like coming off his whole face. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Ron barfing up slugs. Yeah, well, and there's a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah, and there's and there's multiple eyeballs. Like mm-hmm. it's not just exactly two, two eyes. And I was expecting them to just sort of like stay in Kakuin's mouth and not. <laughs> kind of cover his body and be in his hair and yeah. all of his and become clothes. spiders. Yeah, and then turn into spiders. Yes. It really, like, I think they really capture the dream logic very well. Yeah, and speaking of dream logic, I love when all the boys are in the dream and Polnareff's hair grows taller and taller and taller yeah, and, and then, then starts becomes... and then just becomes like it just grabs stuff and, and holds them in place I yeah. thought that that was my favorite gag in this episode until the star platinum one where he keeps smashing his face with a frying pan and yep. having different expressions yep yeah I super looney tunes yeah it's it's really great the thing is absolutely in the manga but it doesn't do the like the multiple face gag uh, yeah. where there's like different faces every time so the anime so, thank you david productions for yeah. doing a good job well because that that wouldn't come across in yeah. a manga at yep. all but it's like a classic animated gag yeah, smart. so perfect yeah i think it's interesting because like some of that like broader humor does really work for me and then some of it it does it's like it makes me kind of cringe because i'm just like i don't know i'm not a big like scatological humor person yeah I I mean, like, I think I I was trying to quantify this earlier when we were talking about it um, to prepare for this episode. And, like, it's hard for me to – it's, like, some sort of combination. It's, like, there's some amount of, like, gross or vulgar humor that I'm okay with. When you combine that kind of vulgar humor with, like, a specific annoying character archetype, it makes me hate it way more than, like – like, it, there can be vulgar humor – broad humor as you say like that i like and think is actually funny and well done but this is not it but but i like this episode like yeah some of it is like i guess polnareff's kind of young and maybe it's in character for him to be a little like "Mm," but i don't know in general babies poop like how do you guys not know the babies use diapers like yeah i mean i don't not know that babies use diapers but i also wouldn't want to have babies poop near me (laughs) <laughs> what I'm sure plenty of people feel that way but yeah so it's like I don't know it, it just feels a little uneven I guess yeah. for me because it's like but it is it's like right on the line and then like it, it's literally like beat by beat some of it I'm just like that feels over the top and then but then like the yeah. next bit will be like oh no that's funny and yeah. so it just really kind of crosses back and forth I mean it definitely like this did come after the sun episode <laughs> and it comes before another like a bunch more like very kind of not very good episodes like they're not um memorable yeah and or like the gags maybe are memorable but they're not really skillfully assembled yeah like they don't fit into it's the not like the lovers work. where it's like where there's like a lot of interesting stuff going on like the balance is there yeah, yeah. And, and there's even like you know tie-ins to like what's dio's stand and that kind of yeah thing. there's no b plot yeah there's no like anything happening except yeah it's weird it's like this definitely feels i don't know we were i know we were all joking earlier a little bit about how it's like oh right we're at like episode 20 so we're almost halfway through stardust crusaders and i'm like right and none of this matters to the larger plot yeah all of this if you were watching this and for some reason like didn't have access to these two episodes you would lose nothing the literally the only thing you would lose is Adding another plane crash to Joseph Joestar's repertoire yes. of plane crashes. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. 
especially like four and, now. Especially yeah. because <laughs> this episode also fits into that it was all a dream trope. Yeah, right? that's the like, thing. I find it very frustrating because like they we all have these nice moments with Kakuin of like the rest yeah. of the team being like we should have trusted you, and then they don't remember it. Yep. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I will say when Kakuin does show up and is saving their asses, the palette swap on him. It's so cool. Is uh, my favorite one so far. The white hair is yeah. in the Amazing. whole series. Kakuin should honestly dye his hair white. It, it is a good look for it's him. It's really good. And just like the whole, and, and it's, I like it because it's one of those ones where we start on a close up on Kakuin and then we slowly get like like two shots and then you like you know back and forth between him and death 13 and then you get reaction shots and then you get the whole environment and they keep it in this really great sort of like lisa frank it's completely totally changed from how it was like before it's it's kind of it it, like in its natural state it's kind of the color scheme and feel of diamond is unbreakable yeah it is yeah greens and pinks and blues um and then as soon as Kakuin is like, ha I got you, uh, and does his palette swap, everything is like, like you said, like Lisa Frank, like rainbow gradients and like the yeah. sky is dark. Yeah. The gradients really, are really what get me. Yeah. Like the clouds are in a rainbow gradient. It's I remember awesome. taking a screenshot of this color scheme the first time I ever watched it when I was on a treadmill nice. at the gym. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, it's really impressive. I, um, and speaking of when Kakuin like, brings his stand out one of the things that i noticed watching it is you know we get another weird hierophant green power where he just like unravels the bottom half of his stand into string which is you know minor spoilers not even it's just it's just the stand power of the sixth jojo jolene cujo that's basically her whole shtick she can unravel herself into string and do stuff with that yep and like her stand is String. Yeah. yeah. It's and called Stone Free. Yeah. Her stand is string. My working theory. So if you're not familiar already, uh Jotaro and Kakuman are in love. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a so this We've six... already established that people are are homophobic if they don't believe that. Yeah. So yes. so the sixth um Jojo, Jolene, her dad is Jotaro. Spoiler. Right. Um there's a sixth Jojo and it's still hereditary. So Jolene has a dad who's Jotaro Kujo. Uh, and I posit that her other dad is obviously Kakuin because where the fuck else is she getting these the powers? string power. Yeah. That yeah. are obviously yeah. based well, on higher because, because, yeah. because she she her her stone freeze two powers are strings and punching. So So Yeah. Like right. she aura auras and does string things. Yep. I mean I I mean this is a really plausible it's theory. Very I'm solid. sorry, but that's my yeah. that's my that's my theory and I I I demand that yep. the canon not back me up. Yeah, um, I mean, no, I, I, I would love to have some someone. It's like the meme. Yeah, Kakuin is is Jolene's second dad. Change, Change my, my mind. mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my well, so also the thing is, is like I, just, I am absolutely not the first person to think this up. There's that really famous Jojin yeah. uh, that Clamp did back in 1994. There, Kakuin, did you lay this egg? <laughs> yeah, there's the, the summer special. If you're not familiar with it, it's out there in the world. You can buy it for real if you read Japanese and and just get all the good stuff. It's, there's also obviously other ways scans. to acquire it. I mean, really, the cover is worth like just trying to find it. Yeah, um, but yeah, we'll, the, we'll tweet it if we remember. But yeah, to. Clamp, if not, just go search it. Clamp, uh, one of the really big manga like collectives, which is all women. They did like Cardcaptor Sakura, Tokyo Babylon, a whole bunch of you know, just a little bunch of stuff, little Angel stuff like beats, that. I feel like <laughs> um, tons of things. So they did a they did a JoJo Dujin short like one off back in the mid nineties. 
all about how uh, one day Kaguin laid an egg <laughs> that, that was his and Jotaro. Well, they, it's implied that it's his and yeah, Jotaro's. Very heavily implied that it was his and Jotaro's child. And when the egg cracked open, it uh, had a, a young boy in it. Um, Charmy Green. What was the name again? I can't remember his Charmy actual Green. name, but his stand's name is Charmy Green. Oh, yeah. Uh, his name is like but, Joe something. Yeah. <laughs> Shockingly, Joe uh, something. Yeah, right. But yeah, he he's a he's the next JoJo, and he looks like a tiny blend like cross. He looks like he has two dads, and his two dads are obviously Jotaro and Kakuin. Jotaro and Kakuin. Yep. And yeah, and then like the the joke is that like Joseph is like Jotaro, take responsibility for your son. Aren't you gonna like name his stand? And so Jotaro grabs like dish detergent and. So yeah, he just looks at the nearest box of dish detergent, and which is like, like charmy green. Yeah, basically palm and olive. Joseph yeah. is like green palm don't, olive. Yeah, and Joseph is like don't take green palm olive in vain. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my, my that's my dead boyfriend. You're talking that's about my boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's a doujin, it is an empiric workaround worthy of JoJo's bizarre adventure. Yeah, it absolutely is. This episode ends like the arc ends with a grown man feeding a baby its own poop. So like. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. There's not much we could say to like de- degrade it. Like right. it, uh, it, it humiliates itself. Yeah, yeah. That it's super gross. He mixes yeah. the poop it's into nasty. the baby food and then makes Joseph. He won't even feed it to the baby. He lets he, Joseph do he it. He won't take. He wants. He wants someone to joyously feed this baby. Yeah. Well, I think I get the sense that he's like this is the example of like what I would do to you, but then he just stands back and lets it happen. It's right. awful. Well, he's like Kakuin I'll do it is again. A terrible evil mastermind. Yeah, yeah, but we've known that from episode one though. Guys, so. the baby deserved it. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. Kakuin is totally right. It's like it's oh, he was it's, a, the baby it's pretty the bad punishment that does, neither injures right. nor kills him. Right, they could have carsed or Donovan him. But instead, he just yeah. They could have carsed him good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) punch him into space. (laughs) I'm not sure. I mean, I know he technically like probably says some words, but like Jotaro doesn't even talk in the second. In the second. In the second episode, I like yeah. He he certainly barely talks, and I wouldn't be surprised if he has zero lines. And like he complains about Joseph flying, but that's in the first first episode. episode. But like he just doesn't even like all he does is like. Does, stare he call, and he studies. He calls Star Platinum. Yeah, he goes Star Platinum. But that's but like he just like studies Kakuin. Joseph and Polnareff are like Kakuin's lost it. It's obvious. Whereas Jotaro is very much like he's not sure, so he doesn't say anything. But he's he, he seems like he's weighing the situation. I mean, he definitely. I feel like his expression can be translated as like. Has there really been any evidence up till now that Kakuin would do something crazy like this? Yeah, right. and I and it's like I he's thinking about yeah, it. and he's I, like ah seems out of character. And I do think that it either I'm doing way too much work as a viewer <laughs> slash reader. Well, that's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> or he said as he sat on his podcast dissecting the well, show. Well, yeah. well, well. Or I I do think that Araki has done enough. Of showing us how Jotaro approaches situations that it is plausible. Like, we we are not, like, making it up that Jotaro is, like, thinking. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not you know. making that up at all. I think that on the spectrum of interpretation where one of them is that the baby killed his mother at a carnival <laughs> before this happened and one of them is that Jotaro is having some thoughts. Yeah. Uh, that is, like, a... Not even like slam dunk. Easy. Yeah, that is not yeah. even in the ballpark of of out of the realm of but, probably true. But I just do want to point that out that it is it like since we do complain a fair amount of time that's like well there's like no character development and like nothing changes. It's like here we are at episode twenty and it's like well we do know Jotaro enough 
to right. know that it's like, well, given a situation where he's not really sure what to do, his action is to choose inaction and to like watch and observe. And we've also seen him be incredibly solid on like, well, Kakuin can figure shit yeah. out for himself. Right. I do think that Jotaro like is, and I, I mean, we've talked about this before, but I do think that Jotaro and Joseph to a degree, but Joseph is of course like, a character we already know so it's different but yeah. like with Jotaro I feel like he he does have a solid character like I don't feel like I could just swap him out yeah he's you not know? he's not mercurial yeah like, like Kakuin and and yeah. Polnareff right like Kakuin just like suddenly <laughs> feeding poop to a baby like that's yeah. like that's sure. not something I would I would buy Polnareff and Avdol also yeah. by the way yeah. 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 yeah I would buy Polnareff feeding poop to a baby that honestly feels yeah. more day. in character right because yeah. it's more petty yeah like yeah. I up until this episode I would not, if you had been like, like, I know Kakuin has a flair for drama. Right. Yes. But I would not have been like, well, he has you're a, like. a flair for like chivalrous drama. Right. Not like feeding poop to a baby. But yeah, drama. like, he yeah. doesn't have, a, like, I know he has a flair for like spectacle. Yeah. And like a little showing off, but not necessarily to be like vindictive yeah. like this. So now he's back to being like kind of indistinguishable from Polnareff right. yep. in right. this way, where I'm just like, all all these side characters react to the to situations in a very similar <laughs> I, way. And also, it's and this is okay. So I think maybe Iggy doesn't come out of nowhere. <laughs> maybe Araki was Araki's, like, I, I need I an outlet put, yeah, for these put, urges. I have to put all <laughs> yeah. this poop and pee stuff in, in one, one character. character. Yeah. Because it's coming out on all my characters. Oh my God, yeah. you know, maybe he like went to therapy Iggy's and the that's what his therapist sink. said. Iggy's like yeah. the heat sink. The shit for the sink. Sh the shit sink. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Well, because that's the thing. I don't I don't remember them being all like this. No. But they clearly are. Yeah, and are. you think about like, so Polnareff having to lick a toilet. Yeah. And Kakuin feeding shit, shit to a baby. And things that may or may not happen in the near future. <laughs> yeah. And then the next Tune in next time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's like clearly, yeah, this is definitely like Araki, like. It's like Araki went to like therapy and was like, I'm having this problem. Well, no matter what I do, I keep putting bathroom stuff in my character's mouths. And like, I don't know where this these urges are coming from, but like, what do I do, doctor? And the doctor's like, well, <laughs> I have an idea. I do think that there's a correlation between these characterizations kind of slipping all over the place and this being the really crappy part of Stardust Crusaders. Yeah. Yes, like, in both directions. I yeah. think that correlates in yeah. that like it makes it crappy and also it is it's crappy because it's crappy. And I will say that once our shit sink shows up in the next like half arc, it gets better. I, it does. It does. You're totally right. I think, it's possible that I finally like Iggy. If not Iggy himself. The service he provides. Yes. Yeah. Iggy. We need Iggy as a society. We can't yes. just we can't just write That's off. That's why Iggy. he's the fool. That's why he's yeah. Iggy the fool. Right. That's literally his job. Yep. We can't just throw Iggy out. It would be chaos. Yeah. Everyone would be pooping and peeing in each other's mouths constantly. <laughs> <laughs> we need Iggy. <laughs> I can't Look, you turn it around. It's I'm, amazing. Wow. I'm I pivoting. never thought we'd get here. I'm but... pivoting. This is character development. Yeah, I was going to say, this is yeah. the biggest character growth I'm I've ever shy. seen in person. Definitely like, better is... than of any of not. the Stardust Crusaders character growth. <laughs> of course, he's not actually in any of the episodes yet. So we'll no, see how but, you feel no, when true. he shows up. Yeah, lolly ho! Lolly ho! Oh. We, we didn't, we didn't.
talk about Lally Ho at all. Now we did. Now we did. There you go. <laughs> That's all, all right. you need to it's know. It's so That's good. It. Lally Ho. Lally Ho. Nothing more to say than that. Good night, everybody. Lally Ho. JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland, Ora Ora, Oregon at Stream PDX Mobile Podcast Studio. Thank you to the folks at Stream PDX and Open Signal. Our music is The Freakout Experiment by Tobias Weber. You can follow us on Twitter at ExplainJoJo or find us on the web at ExplainJoJo.com. We love to hear from our listeners, so please go to iTunes and leave us the kind of review that Polnareff would leave for baby food. 